The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement in Evergreen Park. My name is Chris Lanuti. I'm your neighbor, and this is 30 Minutes of Good in a World of Dumb that is the EP Podcast. Lorraine Swanson from The Patch is going to be on this episode today to catch us up on a lot of things going on in Evergreen Park. Just in the last couple of days, helicopters circling in the area of the high school, a big traffic accident out there. I know everybody on Facebook was asking about. Lorraine has the details. There's also a scam or two that area seniors want to be aware of this holiday season. And a really cool program started years and years ago over at Evergreen Park High School. And Lorraine calls it one of her favorite stories out there right now. This episode of the EP Podcast and every episode of the EP Podcast brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They invest in this community because they love Evergreen Park as much as you do. Their total access checking account gives you free ATMs nationwide, a $300 bonus with qualifying activities. And remember, there's no overdraft charges either. If you're curious how they make every ATM free, it's because they take whatever fees you're charged and they just put them back in there for you, making them free. Paired with their mobile banking tools and award-winning customer service, switch to the True Community Bank. It has never been easier. Plus, stop in and see them. 95th and Pulaski, that big, beautiful, iconic building right there on the corner as you enter Evergreen Park from the west. The friendliest people in there. I honestly make it a point to get in there at least once a week. Member FDIC, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. This show is a bridge show. Like, Lorraine's going to come in and she's going to break down a lot of different really interesting stories going on in Evergreen Park. It comes right after an episode that was a 30-minute conversation with the mayor of Evergreen Park, Kelly Burke. That episode is on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. And it was perfect timing. There are so many questions out there that residents are asking. One really big question is about the brand new garbage service that Evergreen Park is contracted with, I got the letter in the mail this week just like you did. We asked the mayor a lot of questions on that show, but of course, one of the things we talked about was the new garbage service. Waste management is going away. Yes. And you've gone with another vendor. Yeah. Why is that? Is it because my garbage can kept getting left in front of my driveway? Because that annoyed <laughs> me. So I, I, if these guys well, don't do that, it's already a win. Well, so um, the village's contract with waste management was coming to an end. So we thought it would be a good opportunity. Um, and the amount that waste management was proposing to extend the contract seemed a lot. So we thought it'd be a good opportunity to put our garbage service out for bid. I didn't even know there were other places because like waste management is everywhere. Yeah. So that was yeah, amazing big, to me. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up with, um, I believe it was um, five folks, including waste management, submitted proposals. And we vetted those and um, came to the decision to switch to Flood Brothers. Now, they um, they pick up for both Chicago Ridge, so a neighboring community, and then they also pick up for LaGrange. So they're not they're not new to this. They've no, dealt, they're with, not they've dealt with villages. Yeah. And you mentioned those two villages. They should be able to handle this size of a village. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, we vetted it with the public works folks and um, the mayors in those towns that they service and they got fantastic 
uh, Marks. They're a family-owned company. We really felt that they would be responsive um, to, you know, to uh, customer service. So in terms of why we went with Flood, it was not only that we felt that they were going to provide great service, but their price was significantly below what waste management was proposing. And that obviously, you know, when we can save money for our residents, you know, that's a good thing as well. So that show is available right now. Right after you're done with this show, go listen to that show. And then next week, we got these kids coming in. I love when the Madrigals from Evergreen Park High School stop into the studio. You know Christmas is fast approaching. Here's one of their previous year's performances right here at this bar. And Lorraine Swanson is next right here on the EP Podcast. I was following the 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 pack all swallowed in their coats with scarves of red tied round their throats to keep their little hats from falling in the snow and I turned round and there you go And Michael you would fall and turn the white snow red as strawberries in the summertime right now from the patch uh, that is a, an incredible service that if you don't know anything about i don't know what you're paying attention to uh it's online they're covering local news and lorraine swanson jumps on the ep podcast from time to time to talk about what's going on in evergreen park in the immediate surrounding area how are you lorraine good how are you chris it's been a while it's the holiday season lorraine it's it, like i got i got the lights up i'm uh I, I'm way behind on my shopping. I will tell you a, a funny little story here to, to kick this off, Lorraine. Um, my my youngest kid, who's eight years old, you, have you heard of the Elf on the Shelf, Lorraine? 
Have you heard about that? Yes, I have. Okay, so this elf shows up, and he moves around every night, and he, he watches the kids. He spies on them. He, he checks and sees if they're being good. He goes in and reports back to Santa Claus, right? Okay, so, uh-huh. so the problem is the elf pops up in the weirdest of places. Uh, the two teenagers not so concerned about the elf. The eight-year-old very concerned about the elf. Uh, the eight-year-old decided he wanted to change real quick for something that was going on and forgot that the elf was down here in the area of the nine-foot homemade oak bar and changed his clothes, like completely unrobed, and then got dressed again and now is mortified that the elf saw him take his clothes off in front of him. And it has been a oh. thing in this house for the last couple of days. I'm telling you right now, you know, the elf is wonderful. The elf is magical. I also kind of remember a day when elves didn't show up in your house and uh, and watch you, whatever you were doing. Uh, you didn't have one of those in your house, did you, when you were a kid? We didn't have an elf on a shelf, but whenever I would change my clothes in my bedroom, uh, I was I was certain that the monkeys were like, Watching me disrobe. The monkeys? What monkey? You had monkeys? Mike Nesmith, Davy Jones. There was a group. I'm too old for your audience. Lorraine, that is is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And I think it's great to kick off this segment with that. That's amazing. All right. So, so here, let's, let's dive into the first thing I want to talk to you about. You cover uh, all the different local politics in the area on the South side, and especially in Evergreen Park. You heard Mayor Kelly Burke on this program last week. It's on demand. People can listen to the full 30 minute interview anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. But one of the questions that came out of it almost right away was that I, I had a resident reach out to me and ask, well, why is she leaving her job as a state representative? I thought she answered the question. I continued to have a passion for it after, you know, many years of of being in it. And I never got tired of being, but just, you know, we, you, you get to a certain point, you think, let's, you know, sort of uh, look at where we're at and figure out what to concentrate on. And, and what you, what you hear her say is, that it it had become a lot. I mean, you have to think about it. A long career as an attorney, a long career as a state rep, and now you're the mayor. That's an awful lot of balls to juggle. And if you're starting to feel like at this point in your life, you'd like to focus on just one thing instead of two or three, I would think mayor of Evergreen Park is the better job. Like she said she liked being a state rep, but I mean, you know, what do you think of that? The idea that if you had to pick between either one, you cover local politics, I would think the sweeter job is being the mayor. Well, that that drive to Springfield, that three-hour drive, it's pretty boring. <laughs> and if there's, like, bad weather, it's like, you know, you're like, it's like white-knuckle driving. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think she has more of an impact as mayor of Evergreen Park, and she really was a great state rep. She listened to people. Uh, she listened to residents. She was accessible, you know, whether it was getting funding or troubleshooting with IDOT, improving crosswalks at kind of dangerous intersections. She listened, and she would meet with people. But I would just think being mayor is a better gig. You get to stay home and you can devote your time. You have more of an impact on the community. And, uh, you know, it's easier to kind of focus on a couple things than two different elected offices. What I thought was really interesting is that she came into that position. And she came in right in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. And she, I think, saw right away the moment she walked in there 
how much influence she had as a mayor compared to the influence that she had during the pandemic and how people were living their lives as a state rep. I mean, the legislature at times looked like it was frozen, but the local mayors were making bigger decisions that impacted people's lives right there in the thick of that entire thing. And I would imagine that was a lesson right off the bat that she saw. So when it comes time a couple of years later to make a decision about, okay, if I, if I need to cut back, if I want to focus more on one thing specifically, what would I rather do? And what, where do I think I have the biggest impact? Mayor seems like, at least it seems like she was probably taught that right away out of the gate, becoming mayor of the EP. Yeah. I know I talked to the former uh, Mayor Sandra Berry uh, in Oak Lawn, and she said that all the mayors would get on with Governor Pritzker. And some of those calls were overwhelming and kind of scary during that whole period. I can't believe it's going to be four years. It, It just boggles my mind. You know, mayors were making a lot of decisions. That's all I wrote about for a year was COVID. But I, I can certainly see that. I know that mayors were deciding on, uh, you know, how do you handle police calls? How do you protect the community and your employees? So I can certainly understand that. So let's let's uh, switch gears. There was a uh, big police action going on just coming into the weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was actually on Saturday. Uh, I only know about it because I'm on 99th Street, uh, just down a couple blocks down from where this occurred. Uh, it, it happened on Kedzie, 100th and Kedzie. You had a, a, a an accident involving a motorcycle. Uh, you wrote about it in Patch. Tell everybody what happened because I know it was all over the Facebook pages. You know, Evergreen Park Police told told me and other members of the news media that a vehicle turned into the motorcycle as it was the vehicle was making a turn. And then other people, readers were like, no, you know, they were sending me pictures. The motorcycle ran into the car. You know, I'm going to go by what the police told me. And the last I heard, the driver was in very critical condition. We hope that the driver, that the motorcyclist is okay. And that, you know, that that person will recover. It is interesting, isn't it? How like people have such a visceral reaction to motorcycles. Like you get the police report and I don't ride a motorcycle. In fact, I know very few people that do, but, but you get the police report and you immediately get people online or trying to say, no, no, it has to be the motorcycle's fault. It was interesting to me that even on Facebook, when it happened, People were like, what's going on over there? And there were people in comments like writing things like, oh, I saw a motorcycle go by real fast earlier today. It was probably that guy. Like immediately the belief is in that accident, it's got to be the motorcycle's fault. And that's not always the case. Do you notice that when you see traffic accidents that people have that reaction with motorcycles? I can't tell you how many motorcycle versus vehicle crashes that I cover in the south suburbs in a year. And you know, people just, they have a right to the road. Just watch out for them. It's not uncommon for drivers to, of like a car, or a truck, or an SUV. Uh, unfortunately, it is not uncommon to, you know, run into a motorcycle. They're not there to get out of their way. If they're obeying the law and the traffic laws, they have, you know, and they have the right of way. So I, I cover way too many of these, and I would say a majority of them result 
tragically, is to watch out for the motorcycles. Okay, if they're operating within the law, you know, and you see them and, you know, and they're obeying traffic laws, then they have as much right to the road as anybody driving a car. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Let's let's talk about the uh, the new thing going around. It is the season, and uh, we have a new uh, set of scams that are targeting area seniors. And you were telling me about this. So what what do Evergreen Park residents, senior citizens, especially, have to look out for right now? The grandparent scam is uh, there was a payless senior that got ripped off. Uh, of $6,000. Uh, her granddaughter called her allegedly, and I say granddaughter in quotes. She said she was being held by Chicago police, needed bail money, and somebody met the grandma after she went to the bank and she gave her money to some $6,000 to some stranger. And, uh, and then realized later she had been scammed. Um, there are also gift card scams. Another, you know, these scammers, they, they look for the names of pastors of churches. A lot of churches will include the names of other members, and these people are contacting the members saying, uh, you know, with the pastor's name that they're collecting money to buy gifts, for needy children or children with cancer. One woman purchased $600 worth of Amazon gift cards, read the numbers or or texted the numbers back to somebody she thought was her pastor, and it it was all a big scam. It's just amazing what people sit around devoting their energy to of how to rip off other people. I think with AI too, you've got a bigger problem because that's what you're, that's what you're starting to get. I've no, you tell that story about the granddaughter calling the grandmother and it really wasn't the granddaughter. And uh, that's something I've already read about is where people are using artificial intelligence, using voices that they're able to pick up because you have your voice on the internet and on your, on your social media or however they're gathering it. And then they're simulating it and calling people and so that to hear that story happening locally tells you, hey, it's not just something that you read about on the internet. It's a real thing. Watch out for it. It's alive and well, and it's happening down here. So, you know, the only thing I can tell if you, if your kid or your grandkid says they're being held by police, hang up the phone, call that child. Call the police. Call the police and call ask them the if they're police. in the lockup. Yeah. And then... um Another thing, too, was that other residents are reporting these, you know, these gift card scam attempts. I mean, they are just, like, rising in in the area. So if your pastor is hitting you up for money, call your pastor, call your priest, ask them, did you send me this text? 
Yeah. Let, let's and, be honest. Uh, let's be honest. The pastor wants cash, folks. I mean, they do. I was yeah. just in, I was just in church <laughs> on Sunday. I was in church on Sunday and I didn't go to my normal one over at Redeemer because I and I we had a busy day. And so I went over into Mount Greenwood to St. Christina and the priest there basically was like trying to get people to buy windows for some project that he's doing over there. Tell him we put a little plaque on the wall and just stick the money in an envelope and just send it up. So trust me, when they know they not only know how to ask for money, they know how to ask for a lot of money and they want cash. They don't want an Amazon gift card. They don't they don't need that. And they want to raise money <laughs> and they know how to do it. Yeah. So one of, one of the things that I wanted to bring up to you was, uh, and you you mentioned it before I let you out of here, uh, you were talking about one of the more fun things that you get to cover is when the Evergreen Park High School kids are interacting with the littler kids around the neighborhood. And it is a really good idea. It's interesting. You don't normally see that with, with public schools because most public schools have to sit back and think to themselves, okay, well... If they're public school kids are just going to work their way through the system, we don't need to recruit them like a private school does. But Evergreen Park High School has always been very determined to make sure that they get as many local kids as they can into their system when they have so many other options in the area, right? Yes. And I I was talking to the former principal, Bill Sanderson, who retired, uh, I believe it was this spring in June. And he told me that he quickly realized that when he joined Evergreen Park High School as principal in like 2010, he real he quickly realized that this is a community of uh, churches and private high schools. And what is there, like five or six uh, Catholic high schools in the area, all of them very fine schools. They do cost a lot of money to uh, go to, but there, you know, I, I applaud families who are dedicated to Catholic education. I know people that went from through kindergarten to getting their college de- degree at Catholic affiliated schools and universities. And one of the things he started doing was he would have seniors visit uh, the public school kindergartens and distribute future Mustang t-shirts. And he also challenged the kindergartners. Now, when you graduate from Evergreen Park High School, bring your t-shirt with you. And um, there were like three students who were in that first group of kindergartners who brought their shirt, who brought their shirts in, who said they had their shirts, you know, they they kept them or their parents preserved them. Um, there, there are other students who say they have their shirts, but, you know, they're still trying to find them. And I just think this is such a wonderful tradition. And we love posting those pictures on Evergreen Park Patch every year. And, it was such a touching story about how this tradition started. Um, I hope that Bill Sanderson can come back for this graduation to see the fruits of his labor. And um, I know the new principal, Matt, Matt Dugan, and I met some of the students that went to help with the uh, with the T-shirt distribution. They They were the first group of kindergartners who got their shirts in 2011 
And there was this one wonderful picture of a bunch of uh, kindergartners hugging uh, one of the seniors. Her name was Samantha, who uh, helped distribute the shirts. And I think Evergreen Park High School is a great high school. And it's one of the nicer high schools that I cover. I mean, over 60% of the student body is on the honor roll. And they don't seem to have some of the issues that some of the other high schools have had that I cover. So that was a, that was a fun story to write. And, you know, considering that I don't always get to write such fun stories, but people loved it. I read a lot of Facebook comments when they said that their, their kids still have their shirts and hopefully more will parents will start saving these. Another thing um, at graduation for seniors who went through uh, Evergreen Park's public school system, they receive like a little, like an additional pin um, if they went all 12 years through uh, Evergreen Park's uh, public, you know, elementary, middle, high school so I think it's great. I think it's a great way to promote the school. They have excellent facilities and, you know, save the money for college. Lorraine Swanson writes for The Patch, and you can check out The Patch by just going to patch.com and then just pick Evergreen Park, and then you get all your local news. And you get the EP podcast, which pops up there as well. So it's another way for you to listen to the EP podcast. Lorraine has always been so nice to, uh, to put us up there on The Patch. Thank you, Lorraine. Oh, my pleasure. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by the brand new Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, Northeast Corner of 95th and Kedzie. They've had a great first year. I know people really enjoy stopping in there. The food is good. The 21 and over scene. You need a place where there isn't going to be a child running in between the the different bar stools and and chairs and and the wine. You don't want to knock the wine over. So many different wines to try. They're constantly rotating in new ones from all over the world. Find something you like, bring it home for yourself, or get it as a gift this holiday season. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. The Evergreen Park Recreation Department is providing visits from Santa. That's right. From now through Christmas Eve, Santa Claus will come to your Evergreen Park home Stop in and visit with the kids for 20 minutes. And all you have to do is call and make an appointment. 708-229-3373. Santa is available Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He spends the work week getting ready for Christmas. I think that should be pretty obvious. The Evergreen Park Recreation Department is having their Christmas break camp. You can join them for crafts and games and ice skating and trivia and much more. And when I say you, I mean your children. The camp is for kids. For $250, residents only for eight days get to hang out over the EP Community Center at 3450 West 97th Street. Kicks off on the 26th of December, runs through the 5th of January, 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. on the weekdays for grades 1st through 6th. You can register at eprec.recdesk.com. And the Daniel Capuano Ice Rink is opening 
this Saturday, December the 16th. Rat hockey is available from 10 to 11 a.m. on Saturday, open skate 5 to 6 p.m. Sunday the 17th, 1.30 to 6 p.m. open skate during the day, and then two hours of rat hockey right afterwards from 6 to 8 p.m. Get your updates by following the EP Rec Department on Facebook. The Evergreen Park Fire Department, Village Hall, Community Center, all those places are drop-off locations for the annual Chicagoland Motorcycle Parade Toys for Tots Toy Drive. Toys are going to be collected through the 15th of December, so your deadline's coming up. They must be new and unwrapped. Get more information at chicagolandtft.org. The Evergreen Park Senior Council is presenting their monthly luncheon on December the 21st at 11 a.m., and it is holiday-themed, of course. Entertainment going to be provided by Vito Zotto, and you're getting baked ham. Tickets are 10 bucks. They can be purchased at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street, by the 18th of December. Remember, if you're looking for stocking stuffers, SidSauce.net, local Evergreen Park company, growing the peppers, developing the hot sauces, and delivering them to your door, and it's all right here in Evergreen Park. Spice up Christmas morning, stuff your stockings with hot sauces from SidSauce.net. Those of you planning to go to the sounds of the season Christmas concert at Most Holy Redeemer Church with the City Lights Orchestra and vocalist conducted by Rich Daniels, prep yourself. It is happening December the 17th at 7 p.m. Enjoy that concert this weekend and then get back for the next episode of the EP Podcast where the Evergreen Park High School Madrigal Choir will be here to sing. In the meantime, check out all the shows you may have missed on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>